Grand Rising. Today is going to be an unconven- unconventional conversation, but it'll be worth it. And the title of this episode is Maybe You're the Toxic One. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> That's what I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to be talking about really analyzing yourself to see some of the toxic traits, some of the trauma bounding, some of the character flaws that you can actually turn into flows to transform your life. So maybe you're the toxic one. That's what this episode is about. It's going to be a very good conversation because a lot of times we often just might say this person is toxic, but maybe you have the same toxic behaviors Either you're doing it consciously or subconsciously. Either you're doing it strategically or as a response or a cry for help. So keep tapping in with me on this episode of Ed Talks Daily. Let's get it. So maybe you're the toxic one. What is that all about? So a lot of times we often blame other people, but we never take a look at ourselves. So today's episode is about taking a look at yourself. Most people run away from that, right? They're like, man, you know, I don't want to face the truth about me, but I want to see the flaws in everybody. So if you look for things, you can find it. But the thing is... A lot of people don't look for certain things. They only create what they want to see, the picture that you see. And if you keep looking at the same image over and over and you convince yourself that that's the truth, eventually it's going to feel like it's the truth and you're going to be living a false truth. So some people justify a way of being by just saying that's just the way I am. Some people justify a way of being by blaming other people and making them seem like they're the wrong one so a lot of times these are toxic traits now what is more of a trait of understanding is understanding is listening is forgiving is hearing the other person out and seeing what they have to say sometimes we actually have more toxic behaviors and then we expect the other person to do something about our behavior when it's reality, we have to check ourselves. So this episode is about really looking at you and how you deal with your relationships. Now, I'm gonna talk about trauma bounding, binding, whatever, bonding. I'm gonna be talking about cry for help. I'm gonna be talking about manipulative tactics. And I'm gonna be talking about gaslighting. So I'm gonna be talking about all of these different subjects that you might say, hey, these are, oh, I'm noticing that. So we're going to go in. Okay, so first, let's start by talking about this. The first thing is a lot of times we don't show up as the person that we're showing up. A lot of times people show up as a kid. A lot of the things that we do right now as adults is a result of the programming you got between ages one to seven. And then now if you put your adolescence years into that, you got some more programming done. So a lot of your current responses, believe it or not, even the vegetables that you like or don't like, you probably say, I don't like that vegetable, 
because you didn't like it when you was a kid. Just because you smell the vegetable and you're like, man, I don't like it. Same thing. You say, well, I don't like this type of person. What made you not like him? Oh, something happened in the past where this happened. I don't like that type. If they're this type of person, if they look like that, then it means that. So a lot of times we are associating certain things that are looks like it, but it's not necessarily it. But because it looks like it, we think it's it. So then we react to it the way it looks like. So we see somebody that reminds of somebody. And then what we do is we bond our trauma with them when in reality is something we need to deal with. So what happens is we start bound, binding and bounding, bonding traumas. Where is you remind me of this person. So now I'm going to respond to you in the same way that I respond to this person. And you're giving somebody else's load to somebody else just because of their face or because of their position or because of what role they're currently playing in your life. And now what's happening is your relationships can't flourish because you're focused on projecting past relationships into current relationships. And that projection of past relationships to current relationships taints the starting point of your new one. So I've dated plenty of people, right? And they expected me to be like some other guy that they dated or they had an expectation that I would have done the same thing the other guy did. And I'm like, I'm not that other guy. Just because the other guy did this don't mean that I'm about to do it. I'm just dating you. See what I'm about. So now let's say you get in a relationship with somebody. Now they project their past relationships into your relationship. And you're like, yo, your past relationship has nothing to do with me. This is me now. Now. You might say, hey, I, I, I know I have certain flaws and it might be very similar. Like, for instance, let's say we all got the guys, right? All my homies out here. Listen, you got your stuff and you, 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 you're cooking up something. Maybe you might be a little bit more messier than a lady. It might be like that. But, you know, a lot of guys tend to have that, you know. So, or sometimes it's reversed. The girl is more messy than the guy. No gender roles. But anyways... Let's say you're messy in a situation and now it got you in a messy situation. <laughs> you're messy in your household. So now there's a response that's happened based on the lady. Like, yo, why do you do that? You must not care about me. I just put the toilet seat up. Why don't you put the toilet seat down? So those things don't just... To you, you think it's lashing on you, but it's really a past projection of everything that ever happened. Going to that one situation... And then now, how you might feel, you might then be feeling like that same kid again. When your mom used to be like, clean your room, now all of that comes back. So you're like, no, I'm not going to do it. Don't talk to me like that. I'm not a kid. Don't, don't talk to me like that. So guess what's happening? Now, two projection is happening. This is a concept of two cries for help without anybody really listening. And this is what happens when we have really a desire, for when we're really basing our present relationships on our memory. When we base our present relationship based on our memory, then we don't see what is, we see what was, and we convince ourselves that it is. So the difference is this. Now, if you're consciously seeing it, you might start to notice that this person has a habit of being messy. And you start to look at it a little different. And you say, okay, this person really has a habit of being messy. It's not necessarily that they don't care about me. It's just that they keep forgetting about this. So maybe for my own benefit, 
I'm not going to just suck her into this. This person kind of had to change. I have to find a way to communicate to that person about this and how it affects me. And maybe, and I'll keep checking up once in a while, but I won't necessarily lash out on them. I'm going to have adult one-on-one conversations about certain situations that mean something in a way that we both can talk and we could spread our truth. We can express this is what it looked like, but this is what I really meant. I know it looks like that, but what I really meant was this. Or what I really meant was this, I know it looks like that. So you get in one place. You get in one accord. You want to get in one accord. And how you get in one accord is having conversations, not having one-way lashes. That's a diff- two different things. So it's either you help each other suffer less or you inflict more suffering. Okay, this is when manipulative tactics come into play that a lot of people start to use, and I want you to be conscious of them because this is gonna help you. People start to gaslight other people, right? Where they're convinced, they're convincing you completely otherwise, what they do is they gaslight you. So you, you're spreading, you're telling them what happened. And now, what's happening is, instead of listening, they are convincing you and strategically finding a way to convince you that it is otherwise and making you feel like what you're saying, make you question everything that you're saying. And there is no, it's not going towards a solution. It's not going towards a getting on the same page or it's not getting in one accord. It's really a conflict, it's a continuous infliction on that blames and shame and keeps you in guilt without a de- without a desire to get past it. If somebody only wants to shame and blame you, there's no way you're going to get past it. And this is how you know you're a toxic one. Maybe you're the toxic one. Maybe you're on the other side of that toxicity. Either way, this episode is going to help you. So if you do this, then you know it's you. Somebody says, man, why did you leave the toilet seat up? You know, like, boom. I'm just an example. Now, you say, instead of really noticing it and saying, and having a conversation, and saying, okay, I forgot. Next time, I'll, I'll do my best to remember, which is really what, what you should say, because you should have the courtesy to put toilet seat down for the, that's just how it is. That's just one example, though, right? Or some other time, it'd be like, I, I didn't actually leave it up. I wasn't even in there, but let me, I can put it down for you. Or I didn't leave it up, and that's that. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you did. It wasn't you. It could have been somebody else. So whatever your truth is, you express the truth. And now that's one way. This is more of a helping each other suffer less. That could become a whole argument or it can be. But it can also go like this. You can turn the why didn't you put the toilet seat up question into an infliction towards the other person to make them seem like they're always making everything a big thing. And then now you're like, yo, you always take little things and you make it a big, huge thing. And guess what? You always do this. Look, this is another situation when you did it, when you did this, when you did that, when you did this. This really is all you're doing is you're taking tools, you're taking past things. You're actually saying like, yo, all of these things, I'm I'm not validating your pain or struggle, but I'm going to bring to you how you messed up. And all I'm going to do is inflict that mess in your face and throw it at you till you feel really, really bad and you don't say nothing. And you say, well, okay, without 
ever looking at the present situation and how you have something to do with the present situation, how you are involved with it. It's just acknowledgement of involvement. And after the acknowledgement, it should either be like, it's either I forgive you or let's move forward. Anything else in discussing of that is not relevant because what needs to happen is we need to move forward with the relationship or go the different route that we're going to go. So when you are inflicting your, your perspective on somebody, this is not necessarily communication. This is mind control. And that is what gaslighting does. It's a mind control tool that people use to get people to deal with they shit. So now, guess what? We don't want to have these qualities. One of the major things that I said is you have to learn, you have to work on refining your character. By refining your character, you're not doing it for anybody else's sake. You're doing it for the sake of the karma you create for yourself in the world for the sake of your energy and your vitality. The you listen, the more you strategically put fires, the more fires you have to put out. And the look, the more shots you take, the more shots you have to duck. So it's best that you build and not destroy because destroying stuff often comes back for you. You might destroy a physical thing and it comes back and destroys you emotionally. You kill somebody and now you're hunted by it. You can kill somebody with your words and now you're hunted by it. You could, you could do certain things that you're not proud of and it takes a whole lifetime and it walks with you. So it's better that you refine your character not for the sake of helping anybody it's better you refine your character, not even for them, not for your haters, not to make them feel good. You refine your character so that the way that you're being is the way that that energy gets reciprocated. And how you walk righteously is the righteous path that you walk that is a blessed path. So that's why you do it. It's just, and you don't just do it for the essence of you as a ego, as a person. You do it because you understand that there is a God energy in you. And with that God energy, you understand that, yo, I have a responsibility to have integrity and be in one with the divine laws. And when you're in one with the divine laws and have that integrity, what happens is you create a certain prosperity that lies in your path. Because the way that you communicate and deal with other people is more loving rather than in a way where it's manipulative. You don't want to manipulate people because you can manipulate people and you get what you want, okay? You can manipulate people and get what you want temporarily, but you won't get the reciprocation that you get when you are walk righteously. Righteous walking is so much blessings because not only do you get things along the journey, but you actually enjoy the journey. You have a certain energy and aura with about you that is the prize of the righteous walking. You don't kill somebody not because you don't hate them. You don't kill them because you don't want to carry their soul with you. Now, more love is actually not, I don't kill them because I don't want to carry their soul with me. No, I don't kill them because I recognize I am in them. 
and because I recognize that I am in them, why would I want to kill a piece of the divine? That's even deeper. One is just like, oh, I don't do it because I don't want the reciprocation. Another one, I don't do it because the type of person that I choose to be is this type of person. And that's with the different mentality. Okay. So when you change that, you get a, it's an evolution of your spirit. Yesterday I was talking about evolving with the seasons. So today I'm talking about looking at your own toxic traits and changing them. So the art of communication by Thich Nhat Hanh talks about communication and words are like food. So right now, you tapping into this live video or this episode of Ed Talks Daily, I am actually, we're having a pot, I'm feeding you with some food, some words, and these are food. You can either feed people toxic foods or you could feed them food that fueled them. Like, the, like I'm feeding you that green, good energy food. You get what I'm saying? You're getting that good food. And what that does for you is it uplifts you and also allows you to see. Some food don't just uplift you, you feel good, but some food that you take reveals certain things about you, okay? So let's take psychedelics, for example. It's a, it's a, it's a food, it reveals certain things about you. Certain foods also tell you how your stomach is. If you eat it and it doesn't sit right, it's actually telling you, Oh, listen, this is how your body has been. You need to change that. So you can take certain food and you regurgitate it because you're not ready for it. It's the same thing concept of taking the, uh, when you go to church and you take the, the bread. So now it says, if you're not in the state, the right state to do it, you don't do that. You don't take it, even though it's just the food you want to ingest it. But I forgot what the point I was making with that. But we don't want to be out here spreading toxic food to people because you get a bad rep, a bad name, okay? A chef want to make sure that their food is, right, and put a little, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to Salt Bay. You got to put the social media references. But I'm just saying, you don't want to mess up your food because you want to have a certain brand. So the way that you spread your food is very important. This is how you communicate with others. Now, you could have an authentic recipe and have people mess up the recipe because they take out the details and put on their own detail because they want to create a certain image or a certain about what you said. Now, do you have to take your time to try to clear up everything that somebody says or do you just have to keep your authentic recipe? You just keep your authentic recipe. So what I mean by that is your truth is your truth. Whether tainted or misplaced or changed up by somebody else, you keep your truth. You be the truth. If you are the truth, then anybody that tries to discredit you with, by changing your truth to make it seem like something won't be credited by others because you are the living truth. People says, well, that's your experience. That's your perspective, but I remember this person to be this way. So the, when you stand in your truth, you don't have to defend it as much. You can just be it. Make your life the defense of your truth by living in it. Your life is a defense of your truth by living in it when you simply live your life how you say it. You stay in integrity with your word. The moment you stay in integrity with your word and you're in line with the word, Guess what happens? Now, even if other people try to come on your path and discredit you, 
you've already credited it's like you're depositing into the bank so every t refining your character is like digging for gold it's like sculpting a gold it's sculpting up what you already have and you're making it more value more the more you sculpt it the more you get rid of certain habits that don't serve you the more you get rid of certain way of response that don't serve you you're sculpting the gold of your character and as you keep sculpting and sculpting and sculpting you create a certain character an image a statue a representation that that people look up to and this is what the concept of now people don't just look up to you but they honor you because they say you are in one with what you say and you are not just in one with what you say and what you think but you're in one with divine laws that we all can agree with divine laws that we all can agree with is just universal concepts that we all can say like yo i like this about a person what you can say you like about a person try your best to be that way because if you like it then it means that you should be the gift of that because when you what you like about somebody best believe they already are benefiting from that in fact they get more from being the way that they are than you get so if somebody is pleasant to you it means that they're living pleasantly if they're living presently it means they have something to give you that's why they give you a pleasant encounter so what you have is what you get you can't give what you don't have so what you do is you have to refine who you are and you realize that what you have is how you choose to be so your character is how you choose to present yourself in the world your brand is an extension of how you choose to present yourself in the world that is expressed through social media platforms through videos through posts through articles that's your brand so when you have the character as the basis of what keeps you whole as a person that personality that persona is expressed as a brand which then monetize and you get value in the marketplace like my mentor that I never met Zig Ziglar says if you give enough people what they want they will give you exactly what you want so refining your character is not just about being a good person but it's also about understanding the law of reciprocity the law of as you sow shall you reap and if you give you shall get back twice as much as you give for the one who gives with a clear heart and a loving heart is blessed so when you give you're going to get when you become the type of character that is loving you're going to get love you're also going to get hate best believe it just because you're a good person doesn't mean that the forces are not working there's not good or bad forces they're just they're different sides of the spectrum and all of that makes life you have to have the day and you have to have the night that's what makes the world go around because the nighttime here is a light time somewhere else the cycles you evolve with the cycles you understand how it all works but you choose to walk in a specific path that is in one with certain laws that will yield you certain fruits so now i do this and like one person is tapping in 
and you're like, yo, this is really good stuff. This is really useful for me. Yeah, it is. Now, I'm doing it because it's part of me. It's the gift that I have, right? My gift. I got to share my gift. And that is how I stay in a righteous path by being, by, pur- by being purposely driven. I have a lot of other skill sets and talents that I can use to make me more money. But I would not hinder from doing the podcast because I understand that this is a gift that I give. So I refine my character to align with what I say on the podcast because I don't just want to give the gift of my gift. I want to give the gift of my character. I want that the moment that we actually meet, Carlos, the moment we meet in person, you see the same person that you met on social media or that you listened to in your podcast app, you met the same person that you heard. You literally did not see a new person. You saw the same person in one with exactly what was spoken. Because a lot of the stuff I say on the podcast is not just something that I came up with or made. They're they're downloads that I spiritually transmute and share with people. And I use them for my life. And they've been helping me grow and blossom, become better. I've been doing my best to just keep becoming as better as I can. So now, I've also been giving myself a lot of space and grace along the path. Like, I see, I'm refining my character. I'm still like chipping it away every day i'm working on a piece but at the same time i don't have time for as i'm refining my character to go back and start living in shame and blame i'm i'm past shame blame and guilt right now it's how do i make up for it how do we and how do we move forward this is how this is my integrity tagline listen i this is i've i've acknowledged my wrongdoing How can we move forward? If we can't move forward, then I'm sorry I have to go sideways because I have a vision, I have a mission, and I can't be distracted. I have a certain direction I'm going towards, and I can't be pulled by the wayside. So tell me what it is that you want so we don't waste our time. Is Do you want to move forward or do you want to stay on the wayside? What do you want? Do you want to dwell in this situation or do you want to, what do we need to do to make it right? This is what I'm focused on. And if you're not on that wave in 2022, get out of my way. And I'm boldly speaking that because that's the way that I am thinking and moving. I want to be in alignment. And I'm not running towards money. Money is not the driving force for me. I'm running towards a purpose, a mission. There's something that I have here to give. There's limited time, but there's limitless possibility. And all that limitless possibility I have within me is what I am putting out. So if you're not going in that direction, get out of my way because I don't have time to waste. I don't have time to waste. I don't have time to play games. So some people, you might have to send them this clip. You might have to say this to them because you have to understand that you have somewhere. You have a gift within you. God has bestowed a vision in you. You have somewhere that you're growing to and you can't be distracted with people playing games trying to manipulate you, trying to gaslight you, trying to bond their traumas with you. You have to understand that, listen, I'm a human. I have things that happen, and guess what? I own up to them, but guess what? You can't just keep taking these things and slapping me in the face with them, saying that, hey, 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 listen, what are we going to do now? Is is this going to work or is it not going to work? What's the option? Right? You have to be determined you have to have a stance, have, have, have a say. 
Because now I realize that you have your open heart, open mind. There are also other people playing games, gaslighting you. There are other people playing games, manipulating you. There are people using your traumas against you and you don't even know it. And you have to realize that this game, this, just because you say, I'm going to live the righteous path and be a good person, it does not mean that other people are going to be righteous and be a good person. There's other people who have intentions on tainting you as a, as a human, as a brand. And listen, if you find those people, don't, you, don't have, you don't have to deal with that. Because at the end of the day, it's either somebody wants to come and make it right or we have to go and make a left and you make a right and we go our separate ways because each of us have a path we have a mission we got to keep walking towards that and you don't let nothing stop you you refine your character you analyze you own up to the toxic behaviors that you have and say hey how can i get better at that and you get better at it but at the end of the day you could own to something you could say okay i get it i get it apologize this is it let's move forward but if you don't move you keep saying it nothing gonna happen same thing gonna keep back and you don't have time to be playing those games so definitely make sure you tap into the signs of narcissistic behaviors there are people out here playing a lot of games with your mind um the rabbit hole goes deeper uh, in fact, the rabbit hole goes so deep, and I can let you know when you want to take the red pill, or you want to take the blue pill. I tell you the red pill. Why not? So, the whole system is set up to create a mind frame in your mind. And while you think you're making the decisions that you're making, there are circumstances in your life that's been strategically placed to program the way that you think. Okay, so this is done through the mediator between knowledge and a clean state. So your brain is a supercomputer. However, the supercomputer, it has an innate connection to spirit. This is the spiritual connection that we have. A supercomputer has an innate connection to spirit. That's the spiritual connection that we have. However, this supercomputer also have, we could say we feed capability but this is just saying that we can download and upload things um, via this collection of wisdom and insight so not only are you connected that you could just download and upload but to the spirit there are also other technology that represents the spirit in many different ways and we could call them spirits we can say dark spirit, light spirits, whatever you want to say. You could call them demons, whatever you want to say. But we're going to get really deep. Do you want to take the red pill or the blue pill? So now, guess what? What happens is you don't necessarily know it, but from the beginning of your life, there are certain decisions that happened from the way that you came out of the womb. And what happened, what they put in your body from that moment. From what the piece of paper that they categorize you as an ownership of the state, you were literally brought and sold. You came into the earth. God knew you was in the womb. He had a mission set out for you. But they came and intrude and they put a different title on you. And now there's a pathway that you have not seen carved out for your life. So this pathway is then what is this? Apparently, for the first seven years of your life, 
the mind frame, the download, you're going to learn your ABC. You're going to learn these different songs. You're going to start um, acquiring all of this um, pop culture that's really going to, you're going to learn the, uh, the, the anthem. You're going to learn all these things. You're going to learn some stuff. And all these things are going to create your mind frame, the way that you start to see and understand the world. You're going to also see as a kid, you observe. You're going to see things happen. And those things are stories being played out. They're programs being played out. Right? You're going to see them unfold right before your eyes. And then you're going to get into school and get in the classroom where you're going to have to follow rules. This is the beginning of the matrix for your mind. Where you understand that there's going to be rewards and benefits of following the rules, listening to the authoritative figure. Now, also, now you get start to start to slowly be put in boxes where instead of being that limitless spirit that, can, that has a gift that you're here to do something, now you start to want to be certain things that you see that other grown-ups are being, but you don't necessarily know the root of that and how far the rabbit hole goes. So you're like, I want to be this, I want to do that, I want to do that. But you don't know how far the rabbit hole goes. So all your life, you, and then you have a gift, right? And then now, the gift that you have, you want, you're in a classroom, you're trying to express that gift. Some people, they're just really funny people. Some people, they can dance, or some people, they're sketching. And you get rewarded for listening to the teacher and doing the good things that they want you to do. But why are you, like, drawing it? Like, you can't draw in this class because this is this class. You, or you can't do that, you're bad. So they categorize your gift behaviors as your bad behavior. And you don't know it's a gift. You think it's just you acting out. But it's just you wanting to express. Some kids just have a lot of energy, can't sit down, really want to move their body. That's just them. They probably need some Qigong. But it's like, sit your ass down, son. You don't, you got to sit in the desk like this. At least have the kids stand up and be able to move, have the free education, be a more free state. This is what the world is. So we're learning to, we told, you got to sit your ass down and shut up and not put on a mask, listen to authority. This is, this is, has been the program since you was a kid. Now it's becoming worse. I want you to just listen. Those who have ears, let them hear and hear clearly. Back then it was like, sit your ass down, listen to what authority says and sit down now is sit down listen to what or you said put on a mask and say nothing this is don't even express yourself okay this is the program that happens between one and seven this is not just kids in school this is a psychology of a mind frame that's being built that's going to then replicate as an adult to anti-social behavior to stay away from me to like you are a threat when humans are the love that we need but now humans are going to be the threat that we see now i walk in places and like yo why this person is so scared of me like you should actually want to talk to me because i could probably speak some life into you but no you all scared wear a mask no i'm not wearing no fucking mask you see one in my face no guess what we, and then now, guess what's happening? We're living in a fear society where everybody is just scared, 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 scared. And human and love is being Trump, Trump, Trump. And we got to stand up because we got to see the matrix unfolding. So the kid is now leaving that, going to middle school, starts listening to music, 
this kid starts to see other kids act a certain way. They have literally downloaded the mind frame of their parents or uncles or sisters and cousins and the media and they've custom that and they call it their personalities. So then now it's like, I need to have this clothes. I need to have this. I got to have that. I need to have that. So the same mentality you see now in the whole media, what everybody's talking about, the gold chains. Now the kids want that because they look up to. Because guess what? It's either you carve out this. I told you, you could chip at the statue of your character and create a gold statue that people can look up to and honor and treasure. But at the same time, you can carve out a persona and that same persona without refining your character, people can look at and treasure. But they won't know the difference because they look at the glitter and they think it's gold. People look at fame and they think it means the true essence that somebody really cares that they have this stuff all figured out, but they don't. They just have a gift that they owned and that they that made them abundant and now this is why their gift is out there people don't understand that so now they like oh i've treasured this person i listen to everything they say now you go do it but you don't realize that that they haven't refined their character so now they're not living pleasantly so you're taking their advice now you're wondering why my life is not going presently that's because the stuff they told you that it was cool actually does not make them happy so because the stuff you told them that was cool does not make them happy, they, you're worshipping a false idol. And now you wonder why my life ain't getting better. That's because you out here spending your money every weekend to try to impress people that don't even care about you. This is the matrix. Now you in a whole loop and then now you start to really lose what life was about. So. Remember I said the kid walks in middle school, looks at his other kids, and they're like, yo, you got to have this to be cool. You got to have the Beats headphones. I was that kid. So the kid spent all his life like trying to get to the money to, to be able to do that. So he found whatever ways to make the money. And some people find a business. Some people own their gifts. Some people start to be an athlete. But listen, they're owning their gift and they're successful at it. But there are other things that some people don't learn along the way. Now, to own your gift and prosper at it is one way. But there, there is a transcendence when your gift does not only pay you, but when your gift pays others. That's when you inspire other people. And recognizing that is, is the benefit. So an athlete may do a whole lot and... They don't really, they make the money, they get the clout, but they don't really find purpose. But if they realize that they're actually impacting another kid in a way that they want to be like you, then you realize you have a responsibility to refine your character so the kid that looks like, look up to you can actually be abundant rather than down. That's the responsibility that celebrities don't always take. You take the responsibility of refining your character actually for you, first of all, I told you. But however, when you see that you have a certain influence and impact, you have to refine it some more because you have to understand that you are in, you're impacting the whole kid. And that kid represents a generation. That generation represents life. And life represents essence, essence of God. That's huge, way bigger than you.
So that's the whole thing means it's way bigger than you. So you have to say, oh, okay, I, I'm going to strive to be a better man, a better role model, because I have a responsibility. And now, purposefully, what you've been doing all your life is a purpose. So, but then again, you can also be a, the matrix never, listen, it is not about escaping this whole matrix because the systems are set in a way where there are rewards for being in the matrix that are applicable of taking the money you make to do stuff in life. It's about knowing what game you're playing and knowing that you're playing the game. And also knowing that within the game that you're playing, you're also serving your gift and that it actually helps you with serving it. So like social media, it's a game. You're, me sharing here, my privacy, big, it's a game. I understand the risks, but I understand that though it's, the social media is a game, my gift is not a game, and my words is impactful, so when I say them to via this platform, it's gonna touch a human, and I understand that I'm playing the game. Now, I'm, I'm doing this because I'm touching a human, right? Carlos, Virginia, I'm touching another human that's across from me. So you use the matrix to impact others because you know that other people are using the matrix. But in real life, this is when you are encounter. Real life is face-to-face -face encountering in nature, in space, in outdoors from the systems. So even your workspace, even when you walk in your job, that might not even be real life. It's a matrix in its own. Or it can be. Or it can be part of your purpose. So it's all, it's all in the mind frame. If you're unconsciously walking in a job like a robot and like, I hate these people, I'm just... Then you are in a factory. But if you're in a workspace where you're all working towards a mission and you're getting better and you love the other people there, it's a different vibe. That same organization, though its infrastructure may be rooted in a system that is somewhat in the matrix you are still living a life in real life. But the moment you go zombie and dead mind to it, that's what happens. So you have to wake up and say, oh, I gotta live life consciously. So I'm telling you what I'm seeing and what I'm doing because I see what's happening. Now, let me tell you one final thing. The, the social media is one of the biggest things influencing your mind. In so many different ways. We have kids with mentalities based on what they're watching. And they're looking up to certain people that they really should have the decency to understand and take from. But not make it their whole mind frame. So I'm not saying these what the people say are good or bad. But I'm just saying not everything they're saying is a righteous thing that will benefit your life in a long way. So you might listen to somebody and they give you how to rob somebody and make the money and you will get the money you get the result but now you don't get the there's a complication to that you get what i'm saying and that's just an extreme there's different things you got to really really look at and how do you know there's discernment the the what there's an energy that you feel when truth is being spoken and you can feel it in your heart and you know that it's true. And it's usually, I don't want nothing from you. 
what do what I want nothing from you right now. All I want is I want to tell you what my truth is, what I've stepped into, what I recognize, and that is why you know. So when somebody is not trying to get something from you, if you're not trying to get something from somebody, if you just for the benefit of their well-being, you're communicating to them. That's what love is about. So I really appreciate you. And I'm glad I was able to serve you, Patricia, today with what I had to say and express. So this is my message, y'all. Listen, I always say this. There's a few people watching now, but this is for a whole generation. Millions of people are listening to this. And either in this time frame or in the next time frame, next lifetime. So what's beautiful is you just wake up, you be a gift. And... It is going to transpire. There's some kid is gonna to listen to what I said, million like years from this. They're gonna be, in, oh man, this is helping me. I, I appreciate that. And that kid might not have a father in their life, and they're listening to me saying that, and I impacted them in a good way. And they're like, yo, I want to live the righteous path, bro. Like, what's the righteous path? What's the book you're talking about? What's the word, bro? I'm like, man, the word is the Bible. It's all in there. I'm going to tell the kid, like, yo, go check out the word, and you're going to find a lot of stuff in it. So once you just do right, that will come back to you. You will be blessed. Your line, your your path will be blessed. Because this is what I do, what I do. Um, I appreciate y'all for listening to Ed Talks Daily. This is a podcast. Go to edtalksdaily.com to subscribe. There you'll be able to listen to new episodes every single day. So once again, y'all have a wonderful, blessed day. Stay in your power. Speak your truth. Don't let anybody tell you to hush. Open your mouth and speak.